Hello, and welcome to I Heart Reading. Damn it, I am your host, Jen Johnson, and today I am reviewing the book The Power by Naomi Alderman, who was is the winner of the Bailey's Women's Prize for Fiction, and who I think is sort of a, a student, um, a mentee of Mar- Margaret Atwood's, who wrote The Handmaid's Tale. Margaret Atwood's description of this book is, or her blurb for it is, I quote, electrifying, shocking, will knock your socks off. Then you'll think twice about everything. And she's right about that, thinking twice about everything. This book totally turns everything upside down and on its head and helps you to see the world from a completely different lens. What would the world be like if women essentially were in power? Is what this book is proposing. But before I get too in-depth, let me just start with the basics. So it was published published in the UK in 2016, and then in the States, uh, October 2017. So it's a newer book. I got it from the library. In any event, this book received 3.9 stars on Goodread. That was the average read out of five stars. So essentially a four-star book. I think that I would probably also give it four stars. To be honest, I have been sort of dreading this review for days. I finished the book uh, yeah, days ago, and I've just been putting off making this review because I'm so torn about how I feel about it. Like, what is my final score? I suppose a four, but it's been a challenge to to get to that place, to decide that four is what I want to score it as. Uh, And then I kind of go back inside of myself if that's how I actually feel. On one hand, uh, I think it has like a really strong start. And then the middle, I got kind of bored with it. Like I love the concept of it. It's like a five as far as concepts. And it's a five as far as flipping the script and Um, helping people to see a different power dynamic. I love, I love all of that. Like that is amazing. And I think every person should read it for that very reason. On that side, I give it a five. Um, On sort of like the middle part, the middle section, the story piece, um, I would give that more of a 3.5. I got pretty bored in the middle. Um, Again, I love the idea and I wanted to see, I like the concept of it. I wanted to see where it went and how it evolved. I was curious, but I wasn't excited and I wasn't hugely engaged. It wasn't a story that was gripping for me. It wasn't a story that I, it was a book that I could put down. And if it wasn't for the fact that there were other books after it that I wanted to read, it wouldn't have been something that necessarily excited me to come back to the pages. I finished it because I wanted to know what happened next. So there was a curiosity, but there wasn't an excitement for the book. And that's important for me to to have that feeling of, oh my goodness, I love this book. And I never had that feeling. Again, I love the concept of it. Um, I love how it makes you think. I love those parts about it. But the story part itself, I think, was a bit lacking for me. So I'm going to land on a four. That's my rationale. initially I was going to give it a five. I was like, oh my goodness, I'm loving this thing. Uh, I'm going to give it a five. I was so excited when in the very beginning, women get this power. It made made me feel like we were super, 
uh, like uh, superheroes. Made me feel like women were superheroes, and I I love that feeling. I was like, oh, all right, we're standing up for injustice. We're protecting ourselves. We're not afraid to be in this world where men dominate. And so that's where it started. So I'm kind of getting into what the story's about. So let me just go ahead and veer in the, into that. So the story is about women. Starts off with girls, teenage girls get this power in their hands and kind of across their collarbone where they can, through the power of touch, electrocute or, or have the power of, of lightning essentially in the palm of their hand. And they can electrocute humans and things, other things around them that are flammable. And this new power, which starts with young girls and then can be passed to older women, is something that is empowering and is something that is liberating and something that the women can use to protect themselves and to defend themselves with. And it starts a revolution, as you might imagine, which is fantastic because women have been dominated and abused and even if it's subtle, manipulated and held down as as something less than in a patriarchal society. And so it's exciting. It was exciting initially to see that women didn't have to live in that world of secondary citizen and could take care of herself and, and was empowered and liberated. The book follows, I think it's four or five people, all of which are female except for one man, and it, it shows this, the progression of what this power does to the world, to our cultures, to our societies, and how people react, and what the end result is. So it starts, it, I feel like there's kind of three very distinct stages. The first part is women recognize their power, they're standing up for themselves, they're defending themselves, and they are liberated. The second part is, um, there's like a shift in the world where there's, uh, there was an imbalance where men were stronger and now um, women are on equal playing field, uh, on an equal playing field. And then they start to like sort of inch ahead in that power dynamic and then they have the upper hand. So that's kind of the middle part. And what does that mean? What, do, what does that mean that um, women are, are strong, physically strong, capable people? And how does that shift everything in our culture, in our societies, in our world. And then the third part is sort of the, the climax of that, where, where, thing, where power runs amok, as power will do. While reading this book, the phrase or the quote that, was, that popped into my head numerous times was uh, a Lord Acton quote that is thus... Power tends to corrupt, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. I'm sure you've heard that quote before. That is the best summation of this book that I could possibly give. It's not so much about who's the strongest, men or women, but it's about who has power and what does power do or have the power to do to a human culture, a human society to humans in their way of thinking and their perceptions? How does that power cloud 
our humanity. I love how this book flips the script and how men get a sort of a taste of what it's like to have lived like a woman. But there's a point towards the end where things have gotten chaotic. And I suppose that's probably true of most change of this sort is that there's a figuring out of how to do this. But the chaos is terrible. Um, it's, it's, yeah, the, the same injustices that have been applied to women for thousands of years are being applied to men now. And as a human who, who believes in justice, it's hard to, to, to witness these atrocities, these horrendous acts, to see men raped, to read about that, which it's not graphic, the writing of which, but just to know that that exists in this book. And it's sort of a, a, a teeter-totter, you know, one side has power there, they make the rules and they affect the population. And then uh, the teeter-totter sort of is shifting from high to low and then from low to high, depending on which side of the teeter-totter you're on. And so the women are rising up. And as they rise up, the same injustices that were inflicted upon them are inflicted upon the men. And not everyone in the culture or the society is doing that, but it kind of comes to a head. It kind of, in the book, it it's sort of a, women's hands are sort of forced, if you will. Not that that's to say it has to happen that way, but in the book, that's how it happens. And then the third part is, what happens after that climax in the book? How does society pan out? And then it really just gets you thinking about all the possibilities for worlds that could have existed before the one that we know. And other cultures that we've never known because maybe they're extinct now. What could past cultures have looked like? And we have an idea with archaeology, but this book sort of reflects like, oh, yeah, but we do that through a lens of bias. And the book does a fantastic job of showing that, of showcasing that. It was upsetting in parts, but it, it's not graphic anywhere. So while there is rape of women and men, um, it's it's not, like I said, graphic. So it's it's, in my opinion, very readable and... Um, and 100% related to the importance of the idea that the author is trying to get across, which is that this, this element of power and how it does corrupt or has the potential to corrupt if we don't check ourselves. But anyway, back to this idea of what does the world look like? Like, okay, so we have a perspective in our world where at least in our culture, where men have always been sort of the dominant sex. And now in this book, it's flipping that over and women become the dominant sex. But then, you know, the very end sort of um, puts this idea out there of who knows how many different worlds we've lived in until the world that we're in now has happened. So maybe it's just evolution after evolution after evolution after evolution to create our current state, which makes me think, 
you know, I've been reading a lot about fungi and mushrooms and how it, mushrooms or fungus are, is the largest organism on the planet and how they are, according to at least one scientist, a form of sentient being. And how they, and in, in the sense that they can control their environment, they can take uh, toxins, process those toxins, and continue living. There's, they've been, at least I believe this is true, they are the oldest or one of the oldest living organisms on our planet. They've been around since way before us. There is potentially an intelligence inside of that. And so who knows what the world was like before humans came along? We have an idea, but we only have an idea to a certain extent. What would it be like if we could tap into this world of fungi and communicate with them? Which is something that uh, the scientist that I've been listening to recently is, is hypothesizing about. What could we learn? How can we grow? In any event, it's not, we're not on that book. I haven't read it yet. I'm excited about it, but I haven't read it yet. So anyway, this book. The book is definitely about the male-female dynamic of the culture that we live in and how that um, shift in power occurs. But more than that, it's, it's about power itself and about dominance. Two of the characters, one male and one female, at one point in the book, you know, are both asking why did this abuse happen to me? And the reason they come up with is, quote unquote, because they could. Because these others could inflict this power upon them, they did. Because they could abuse them, they did. Which I think is a major tenet of the book and why it's called the power and not the love or not the evolution, but the power. And what do we do? How do we use that power responsibly? Because yes, we can hurt people with a force that we might have. But should we? And how do we act humanely towards one another? Because we can be cruel, but how can we use our power for good and not for abuse or evil? The end, man, I gotta say, that ending is fucked up. I mean, it's great on one hand. Like, as a woman, you're like, whoa, yay, we in charge. But on the other hand, you're like, no, we're just, it's still the same thing all over again. And it's just, now the men are on the, the downside of the teeter-totter. So it's not just, and it's not fair, but it's interesting. And, and I, I think it's very relevant to where we are right now as a culture. I love that women are rising up. I love that women are standing together. And I think this is a moment in history. I'm hoping that this is a moment in history where women do bond together and there is a global shift in consciousness about how we treat women and how we can be humane. Okay, you guys. That's all I've got for today. This one was really tough for me to review. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. If um, you would like to share those, please do so on Podbean or on iTunes or Instagram or Facebook. We have uh, an Instagram and a Facebook page at iHeartReading. Damn it. 
As far as places where you can either listen or follow, since I'm talking about it, you can follow us. Please subscribe. Um, you can do that on iTunes or if you have a phone and you're like, how do I do that on my phone? If you have an iPhone, you do that um, through your podcast app. It's the purple one with the microphone and the two rings around it. Although it kind of looks like a human with two like sort of circles around it. Anyway, it's purple and white and it says podcasts. So if you're on iTunes or if you have an iPhone, you can go to the podcasts app. That is iTunes. If you have an Android phone, you can go to Google Play Music, which is the play button. Or I think it's the, uh, more specifically, it might be the orange play button on your phone. Go to either of those sites, type in iHeartReading, comma, damn it, and you'll find us there. You can either hit the little play button, which is to download, or you can hit the subscribe button. Actually, I think you should do both. But in any event, that's how you can listen, or that's how you can subscribe and follow. And we are on Podbean. So if you want to find us there, that's great too. That's an app that you can download to your phone if you don't want to do either of those other two things. Download it to your phone, or you can just go to www.iheartreadingdammit.podbean.com. And that's how you can find us there as well. As far as social media, um, really the page that you should check out is our Instagram page. That one's sort of the most flushed out. You can also find us on Facebook as well at iHeartReading, comma, damn it. And that's pretty much it. If you'd like to be on the show, if you're in the Asheville area and you have a book that you love or hate and you'd like to share, we'd love to hear about it. Okay, so that's it for today, you guys. I hope that uh, you have enjoyed today's review. If you have, feel free to share on whatever social media platform you prefer. I know that I would appreciate that. Uh, that Again, that's all for today, though. Thank you for coming with me, your host, Jen Johnson, with I Heart Reading, Damn It. Until next time, you guys, keep reading. And uh, if you have any suggestions, please send them to me. I'd love to hear what you are digging on right now. All right. Bye.